0: Oh God! You're not gonna like this. Uh-oh. What these is, are the, it, these is are, it? These are the longest summaries. Oh. The longest summaries yet. Uh-oh. I believe it because they're kind of they're kind of covering up for a lot. We can just ignore them and just flub it. I I'm inclined to ignore them entirely because otherwise we're gonna read each of them for two minutes solid. <laughs> yeah, we
1: don't we don't need that. We don't need that. We'll we'll tell them like stories. <laughs> <laughs> tell it to me like a story. Tell me like a story.
0: <laughs> I tried to pull the wool over his eyes, but he told me like a story. I <laughs> have the idea <of> like <laughs> <laughs> All right, so at 657, uh, the officer entered the room and no 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 no.
1: Tell me like a story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do the voices. <laughs> Let me tell you about my family. Oh,
1: that's two, three, two.
0: propane
1: and propane
0: excessive. all right everybody thanks for coming back to Saturday morning Tuesdays it's that animated podcast about real cartoons and I'm your host Rory I'm Andy I'm Austin and you guys are tuning back in for episode four of over the garden wall and I'm coming in hot. Because in this, in this episode, this episode is where we are on a spaceship flying straight into the sun. Oh. Uh, and it's... I, I Captain. It <laughs> Did you not know that, Austin? No, we I've been We told him we were going sleep. to the moon. We told them we were going the other way. Oh, see, yeah. that's so crazy. That's so crazy because I, I knew we were going to the sun. That's specifically why I bought a ticket on this ship because I just... I'm done. I'm done. This sounded like a cool way to go. Yeah. You know?
1: A uh, cool way to go to the sun and if we see can't, if we can't the movies. sun. The sun aliens that live there. Meet the, meet the beautiful sun people. Oh, is what I Austin.
0: assume. I want to be best friends with the with the 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 dummy that Elon Musk put in his car and shot his face. You think he found his way to the sun? I'm pretty sure they when they shot the car into the sun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know that he's gonna. Do you think? Do you think he'll talk? Do you think he'll make make friends with you? Is he a robot? Dummy? Yeah. Well, if it, if we, if, if we if we know anything about Elon Musk, it might have been the, the robot he invented and then decided humanity wasn't ready for. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now that makes total sense to me. Uh, he is he scared of robots? <laughs> 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 and That's a 2019 takedown Elon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The biggest oh. thing, honestly, the biggest thing I'm bummed out about is how long the return trip is going to be. When we leave, when you get to the sun and we go home, uh, it's going to take a long time, I bet.
0: Yeah. It, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to take a pretty long time. You ever hear that good joke where it's like, what if we get there and it's nighttime? <laughs> 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 you hear that one.
1: Oh, we miss it. We get to the sun and it's the moon out instead. <laughs> Because it's nighttime. Cause because it's nighttime on the sun. Because the sun <laughs> turns into the moon at night. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, uh, uh, yeah. Um, also, well, you I, know, I think look, maybe... let's not focus on that right now. Oh, where the, let's not worry about where the moon is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or what it turns into.
0: Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe we have more pressing things to do And these, are last hours before death. In the hands of of Mama's son, and it's we get to watch we get to watch the episode the titular episode in which in which Wharton, in which our boys Wharton and Greg go over that garden wall.
1: I mean, technically, it's the tit. It's not titular. It's titled "Into the Unknown," but uh, but the some, unknown
0: happened to be a garden.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it's a graveyard, but
0: the show is called "Into the Garden Wall," and they and is they it? go over yeah, <laughs> and they go over a wall. A, a, between right, a okay. graveyard and a garden right
1: they perform the titular action of going over the garden wall uh, yeah 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 the name of I the love- show over
0: the garden wall. right
1: <laughs> sometimes
0: sometimes this podcast is a little uh loosey-goosey you might say uh, but today, today we're, we're finishing a thing. We've, we've gotten to the end of a show, another show. How many shows have we actually watched the entirety of on this, on this podcast? It's this. Three? Spiral well, I kind of, I, I count Sailor Moon for having finished a full season. Like. Yeah, we can, we can count season one watching, of Sailor Moon. Watching a million episodes of a show is not fair we, to the, to the saw, body count. To our body yeah. count. Uh-huh. So we, we saw, saw Fish Police. We saw Fish yeah. Police. We saw all of Cyber Six. Cyber Six. I Did think we, see... we can count Sailor Moon. Yeah. So that's like what, five shows? I, I kind of lost track in the middle while we were discussing it, but that's a good number of shows. That's more than Over I expected we'd wall. actually see all the way through when we oh, started this ring, podcast. Ring Raiders,
1: right? We saw ring, ring Raiders. Raiders. We saw all the Ring Raiders. Yeah, yeah.
0: When I said Spiral Zone earlier, I meant, rings. You meant ring, ring Raiders. Raiders. Right. Yes.
1: Right. One of those is good. <laughs> <laughs> and you get to guess which. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, this has been really fun. This has been a lot of fun. This is the probably the best show that we've watched all of.
0: Yeah, certainly and it's critically. Also, yeah, critically the best. I think it's. Uh, I think it's the most realized piece of art, maybe that we've sure. watched. I think that I could say that. Um, it's very well, self like self actualized kind of. Is that what mm-hmm. we're sure? Y- yeah, it's. It's a cool, it's a cool, uh, I don't know, I've just, I've had a really fun time over these last few weeks sort of uh, analyzing this as a as a complete work, and uh, I think they do a really good job of, like, setting out to do a thing and then executing really well.
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And when I first yeah. watched this show, I didn't really, I wasn't doing it for a podcast, so I didn't really have to think too hard about it, and I'm glad this has forced me to comb over every... To try to get an A. And every like Well and not not just try <laughs> to get an A, but like to really spend the time to find the details yeah. that they have put in it. Because and it's, it always rewards you every time. It,
0: it, it does. And it's like, it's it's a good piece of media to do it with. It's like it's a it's an it's a size that is bigger than a movie...
1: No, is it well,
0: A little bigger than, than a movie? Little than yeah, movie a little bigger than a movie. Roughly feature length. Roughly feature length. It's like it's a good, it's a good piece of meat to sink your teeth into. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, yeah. but it's like also kind of approachable, right? Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Sort of what like, I meant. It's, it's you not, know, it's
0: not a, it's not a 24 pound steak
1: that no. you have to and, like
0: die, die at your table trying to finish so you get it for free.
1: Right. And yet it's still, <laughs> it still has a bunch of um, cool open-ended things to grapple with that. Mm-hmm feels adequate to discuss you know it really is the thing you finish watching and then you want to just like start talking about it you know like everybody had just seen inception they were like well what what's going on huh what's how they make that noise what's the deal what's going on with that you know was that the question you walked away with rory from inception (laughs) (laughs) where'd that that noise noise
0: come from (laughs) 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 nothing in real life sounds like that yeah, I mean, you have to remember Inception came out when I was literally an English major. So when everybody was like, "But does the top stop?" I was like, well, "That's the point of the movie, dude." Right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and we'll we'll get into that when we talk about the ending of this show. But you know, yeah, or, it's nice when Or some When we are... talk
0: about Inception, the cartoon that they made. When we talk about oh, yeah, Inception, God, we'll the animated Inception, series, the animated series <laughs> in, in, about Inception babies. Uh,
1: Inception baby. Inception colon dream police.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Inception baby sounds a lot like you've taken real babies and put them inside A-Ace someone Ventured. else. Ace Ventura dream <laughs> detective. <laughs> uh, we watched two episodes of Over the Garden Wall today, and I want to get into them because they are they are a good pair where we finally kind of learned what's going on. Should you fly this rocket right into the sun? Oh yeah. yeah.
1: There's an old black train coming Scraping along the iron You don't need no ticket, boys It'll take you when it's time Oh, come on now, young strangers Weren't you someone's son? How'd you find this depot? Cause it ain't where you belong Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh we're having a great time on this trip to the sun uh i'm reclining in my seat and our robot uh flight attendant is giving me a nice juice and a biscoff biscuit and i'm just sitting back and eating (laughs) and i'm excited to see all the sun people and gonna have a great time and the in-flight entertainment is happens to be over the garden wall chapter nine uh into the unknown and we don't well, we could read a summary for this episode and the next one, but they are incredibly long as they exist online. Somebody wrote the yeah. Book of
0: Mormon version of, uh, <laughs> of these, yeah. of, these uh, of these summaries. They took something that was uh, on short, the golden it, plates oh, and made then it, they... It made, they, made, they, made, they scrawled it on 10 golden plates and made it...
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so instead, I'm going to try to improvise a rough little recap of the episode. But basically... Um, we get our first look at the real world. So the the ending of last episode ended with Wirt kind of in and out of consciousness. And so now we are in the sequence where we see Wirt and Greg uh, in the real world in ha- you know on Halloween. And Wirt grapples with a uh, girl, Sarah, that he's in love with and has a mixtape he wants to give her. And he and Greg kind of go on a mission through their town and trying to first get the mixtape to Sarah and then take the mixtape from Sarah's pocket after he regrets doing it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And they wind up in a graveyard with Sarah and Jason Funderburker. Jason uh, Funderburker. Jason
0: is out. I forgot what a fucking rascal is. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> yes. And then they wind up going over the garden wall. And uh, that's the episode.
0: I like that. I like that summary because it didn't tell us everything like these ones do. Like the the summaries on Wikipedia are like episode nine, the official novelization. Um, this one really, I mean, Austin already said it. It takes us into the real world and it's kind of like the hours leading up to them getting lost in the unknown in the first episode. Uh, and I really, really, really enjoy the way they've done this because, yeah. uh, of course, you could potentially have guessed based on a lot of things which we've already kind of talked about in the last three weeks about like you know guessing that these kids are from the real world or our world or something along those lines uh but if they hadn't planned it from the beginning or they'd done it a little worse it could feel weird like uh, like fish out of water feelings they pay off almost everything if not everything and for the most part it's incredibly successful like so Mm -hmm. for example yeah uh, here's here's one that is both has very low stakes but i thought was just F- funny that they had thought about it from the beginning and-, and paid it off well. Was so this whole time we've been watching Greg uh, just wear a teapot on his head, and we yeah. think Greg is is such a such a fucking loose cannon that, uh, <laughs> uh, that that's just he's so that's, random. That just yeah, he's just being random and silly, such and we find out his his Halloween costume was an elephant, and the teapot upside down is. I kind of bought it like this this character that this Greg would have uh, would have thought of that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, it's it's like I guess I guess my main my main takeaway is just like they fit so well in the unknown uh, the way they are and like with our assumptions that we make at the beginning of the show that fits really well and they like it makes sense in that world and then when we see them before that in like more normal clothes and then in Halloween costumes acting the same way, they feel just as at like at it's, home it's, and in place in that setting It's definitely set too. up to obfuscate the issue. Like, uh, yes. The, the, especially with Wirt kind of assembling his Halloween costume was a little contrived, but not in a way that felt that they were cheating, just like, sure. okay, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. It was clearly, it was designed separately and then they kind of reverse engineered it. <laughs> yeah, 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 know, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, because what is he yeah, built? So his his costume like, out of like cap. a Confederate
0: soldier's, the top
1: part of a Confederate
0: soldier's, yeah, uh, yeah. Uniform. and a,
1: a Santa hat with the, and the white stuff cut off. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I mean, that's a little funny, but I I don't know. I just really I really buy it, and I like that they didn't like that when we go into, into the real world that they don't act different or like you know suddenly talk right. different because they're home. Like this is the way they've always are, been on. Like that's the yeah. way they always are, and I I. I don't know. It has an authenticity to it that I really enjoy.
1: Sure. There's such power in having a strong convention and strong theming and then breaking that convention in mm-hmm. the right way. In having this whole series so far not breaking its atmosphere at all until this episode and not showing any bit of a real world until this and it's just full on is super effective. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: I think I thought that this show or this episode or both these episodes, I guess, did super well was sort of portraying fairly, I don't want to say both sides uh, of a particular thing, because there's not two sides of a thing, but of showing the the heightened state of Wurt's imagined teenage drama
1: mm-hmm. and the fact uh-huh. that,
0: that that's not really how things are.
1: Right. It's just so yeah. well
0: done. It's and, you know, and it does it in 11 minutes. What, you know, what whole movies have failed yeah. to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's put a few let's put a few specifics around this. So yeah. Wirt, yeah. like we have we have Wurt. like Austin said, he's got a mixtape that he's made and it's a cassette tape. So this kind of like sets us in like a 90s, uh, early 90s, late 80s scenario. Right.
1: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
0: And so it's a cassette tape. He's written for Sarah on it. And he really wants to give it to her because it's Halloween and he wants to confess his love for her.
1: Uh, Now, he he is also, he wakes up in his room is how the episode starts. And uh, Wert's room is really interesting to look at and to notice little things on the wall here and there and on the floor. Um, Mm -hmm. There is a poster on the wall that maybe is like a band or a movie poster of some kind, but it does show the outline of a black turtle. Which is kind of interesting. Interesting. Yeah. That's a fun um. One. Yeah. There's there a lot of little
0: little references. Yeah. Uh, to to the shit you will have seen throughout the show. Uh
1: huh. Right. And it's sort of like it doesn't make an exact one to one. Like this is why this is that. It's kind of a like make of it what you will. Maybe it's nothing. Yeah, it's sort it's of like things of that have informed fun. his dream state. It's right. Yep. Um. But there's also uh, a book on the ground that says interior design. <laughs> on it. And my guess is that's how he knows about Georgian and Rococo. Yeah, architecture yeah. is because he was reading a book on interior design. I and mean, that's
0: a fun little joke. But I kind of liked. I like that they built up enough that wert is a nerd and a bookworm enough yeah. that he can. And, and the joke worked by itself. Like, oh, am I not supposed to know these things? Was a perfect joke.
1: Yeah, I think that. I do think that ties it up neat a little too neatly potentially yeah you know.
0: and let's get this out into the open wort and his circle of friends they're all dweebs and they're dweebs yeah. in a in an authentic way that i recall oh uh-huh. yeah from being those people right. right well and so and so and so <laughs> after so andy mentions wort has made this this embarrassing mixtape and and wort will have a he will realize the error of his ways later in his in his own uh mental breakdown but but what I thought was fun was, you know, so the thing I mentioned before was, was the fact that Wirt's, Wirt's heightened reality is not quite the real reality, mm-hmm. and, uh, and so the first, like, uh, plot beat here is when, is when Greg has, has somehow gotten his hands on the tape. Greg is being his, his normal agent of chaosness, which is, uh, particularly upsetting to Wirt in the real world, where there's actual stakes that involve his life. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. um, <laughs> And uh, he brings it to these three girls who are funny and interesting. Uh, yeah. The egg. <laughs> oh yeah, God. they have different costumes. But, yeah. but here's, here's what I liked. Here's what I liked was that this was a moment for it to be uh, the cool girl's shit on the massive dweep. And yeah. they give him a strong ribbon, but are generally supportive and helpful.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> every, every moment, every interaction with teens, other teens, real teens in this show in this episode, uh they keep setting you up for it to follow genre a convention. movie. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Wirt lives like he's in like that. they're going like his, a way his to it, paranoia yeah. is constantly that that teens he's living behave. the plot of Mean Girls. Exactly. Yeah. That teens behave in this sort of <laughs> like say by the bell world and yeah. They always react completely counter to that and are just kind of chill. Whatever, and I love that dynamic. I love Wirt being so out of touch and thinking, you know, yeah, that he's in a different. He's going to be
0: sent to Guantanamo for, it, for every <laughs> faux pas. Every teenage right. faux pas, he wait, gets caught. Wait wait. wait, 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 Gu- Guantanamo, Guantanamo, <laughs> <Is that laughs>
1: uh,
0: Guantanamo Bay, but Bay is spelled B A E. Oh sure. Yeah. <laughs> and Beyonce's the queen there.
1: <laughs> Let's put another hat on it too.
0: <laughs> uh okay. Actually there's uh so that's that's a really I, I want to drop in a, a little clip because there's a, a really good moment with those three. We can't girls. just play Beyonce songs, we're gonna get sued. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really love great moment on top. With the three just girls. The um one of them, one of them is clearly dressed like an egg, and they're talking to Greg, and Greg's like,
1: "It's an elephant costume, woo, woo! See my trunk? Yeah, that's cute. I'm an egg. Yeah, everybody knows you're an egg, Rondi." Shut it, Kathleen. <laughs> Whatever.
0: <laughs> we know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh. so funny.
0: There's, oh, sorry, I, I, forgot. This is like probably my favorite bit of misdirection in the whole episode. Uh, is that Greg? Greg is talking to Wirt. At the beginning when uh, when he finds out about the tape and we're standing around at this like football game and Greg comes up and he's asking all these pointed questions about Sarah and where getting nervous and we're Greg led to believe has mistaken that Sarah is the bee mascot that's walking around on the field and he's like oh is Sarah the name of the bee and he's like "No." uh, and like a minute later. Greg blabs to the girls that it's like, no, it's for Sarah, the bee mascot. And it turns mm-hmm. out that is the Sarah. She is yeah. the bee mascot. And I loved that. Like, again, we're expecting her to be some like cool girl that's going to shoot him down. But no, she's a dweeb. That's the mascot. Yeah. Like that's that's who he's got, like built up so big. And Jason Funderburker is the exact same way. Yeah, we've been building up Jason Funderburker for so long as this, yeah. as <laughs> this antagonistic, uh, you know, turbo jock who just.
1: Who, just, who who can explode pussies with his mind? <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And the rumor the rumor has it from these three girls is that Jason Funderburker is going to ask Sarah out tonight. And so suddenly, Word is thinking, "Oh, he's done. He's done. He's done. Not he's done. Doing. He gives it. up." He gives up immediately right there well that's it <laughs> yeah that's it jason funderberger is gonna make a move and that's just
0: jason funderberger the whole package
1: <laughs> yeah he's got his life put together um and and there's and before we fully see jason Funderburger, uh there is a great moment so we see sarah and she goes into change and she has her coat outside and so wert is going to try to get the tape out of the coat because the friends put it in her coat pocket etc so He's rifling through the Again, her they, they, they then, fucking
0: helped the word out because that's what sensibly he wanted. He didn't yeah, say, yeah, don't do it. Chill. Yeah, because they, they were fucking like chill. They weren't like
1: catty and made for... They were just chill and were like, yeah, you want me to be... Yeah, cool, we put it in her pocket because most people, most teens aren't evil. <laughs> you know, they're like cool <laughs> well, I would say this runs... I mean, I don't I don't want to say it because it sounds
0: like I'm complete. I, I felt like the teens in this show were particularly nice and helpful.
1: Right. To and a, that, it, and it was that, cool,
0: but it was not... It did not smack of exact reality
1: either. Well, sure, <laughs> but it works really well to to play off of Wurtz totally paranoid. To- to- yeah, absolutely. you know? absolutely. And and what happens while he's rifling through the coat pocket is this big buff uh, jock in a leather. Who we Ketterman had seen jacket. just to
0: interrupt you for a second. We'd seen him in in uh, in Panorama earlier, uh, sort of boxing in this girl. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. in a yeah. in a sort of. It looked like a kind of jock, you know, jock taking what he wants, sort of uh-huh. again, this sort of this sort of genre convention and right. Right, that will twist later as Austin continues.
1: Right. And 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 he's he he calls out and he's like, Hey, what are you doing? And hey. it scares off it scares off Wirt and Wirt runs away. And then Sarah comes out and the jock is like Hey Sarah, be careful, huh? There's some real creeps out there tonight. <laughs> They're dangerous people out there. <laughs> dangerous people outside. Like, take care of yourself. Just like thanks. Thanks Larry or what is it uh, uh Jimmy? Thanks Jimmy.
0: Yeah, Jimmy. And
1: and and then he like he has a girlfriend and so there's just like that's not Jason Funderburk. You know, like we might think yeah. that could be Jason Funderburk. Yeah. That, exactly. You think that's Jason. Right. And but it's a, it's a multi-headed hydra of a joke. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, it's just a it's that's a great interaction.
0: And Sarah's wearing a sort of a, an in, you know, an interesting costume. She's got a she's like a sort clown. of clown. Yeah well, yeah, I guess I, I described it as, as she's it's, it's a skeleton with of like a frumpy sumo suit kind of. She
1: she's yeah, she's like uh Pagliacci by way of Lydia Dietz from Beetlejuice.
0: Yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. It's it's um, a fun it's a fun and not like sexy costume, right? right. Yeah. Like we're and not also- we're not emphasizing her physical attractiveness. In this dynamic, and it it also gave them this theme to pull on that they did. It was early in the episodes that we started talking about this, it was sort of like Dia de los Muertos sort of stuff. That is not mm-hmm. it's not heavy handed. It's not like this is our Mexican episode. It's just yeah. kind of so, it's just kind of an aesthetic that was around, and they did it. They kind of put it in the same put it in a place that we believe that of subconscious would have pulled it from and built yeah. that.
1: You know, I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah.
0: So Um, we meet Jason and he's the he's the significant he's the worst person in the world by like a long (laughs) by a (laughs) leap in a fucking mile. He's 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 he talks
1: like this all the time
0: (laughs) and nobody seems to be that bothered by it besides uh, Sarah has is having none fucking of Jason Fundo because she's nice. They're they're apparently friends or at least friendly. But yeah, they're in and, uh, the same
1: circles, I guess. But
0: but, uh, but everybody else is not that bothered by Jason Funderbringer's uh, awful, obvious horrible traits, obvious horribleness. <laughs> yeah. Wert is completely threatened by it. And Sarah's just doesn't she's completely <laughs> well, turned off by this guy.
1: <laughs> so so for a second, though, we meet Jason at this party because yeah. uh, Sarah has gone to a party and Wert and Greg run out to the outside of the party um, and Wirt can't go in cause he hasn't been invited into the party like a vampire and he <laughs> yeah. he, he cannot enter. <laughs> he has not been invited in. Um, and Greg runs in and then points out Wirt outside and then Wirt. And everybody's happy to see him. Yeah. They're just like, oh, hey, Wirt, what's up? Yeah, you know, like again, yeah, because he, again. he didn't get this like a royal vampire
0: invitation, he assumed that he was <laughs> yeah. some sort of pariah in- and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they were like, Oh great so great, words here. He lives in yeah. fear that everyone is gonna suddenly find out how scared he is at all moments of yeah, his totally. entire life. And it's really good. It's really on display because again, we've said it a couple times, but like everyone's so fucking supportive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that and And that's what happens when he he sneaks up to try to to try to get the tape out of Sarah's coat again, right? Well, Mm -hmm. he's
1: talking to Sarah. He bumps into Sarah. I
0: I thought he bumped into her on the way to her coat. Is that not right? No, he's just Uh, in the he's just in the uh, party. They're just in the party. Well, she's like, Oh, I was asking about you, and he's immediately What why? How? How? Why? Uh, Yeah.
1: Asking yeah. what? Who said? Who said that? <laughs> well, and then she invites him to go to the graveyard and she ev- possibly, I want to drop this clip. Are you going to do something there? Nah, we're just going to hang out and drink age-appropriate drinks. Like juice? Yeah, and whatever. Age-appropriate stuff that's not illegal. <laughs> <laughs> And I think we just if they wanted us to in the space of like five minutes to really care about Sarah and definitely want Wirt and Sarah to get together, they've achieved it because Sarah yeah. seems chill as hell.
0: There's a fun yeah. week in that where we're not sure if that's the writers winking at at the, the viewers <laughs> or mm-hmm. her like being like, <laughs> you know, her being cool about like yeah. maybe there's a narc in the room.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, kind of.
0: I mean, not she's Lily, just, but she's like. It just it's it's fun. It's fun because you don't know to right. what level it's meta, but it's fun. She can just be right? being sassy like like yeah, yeah. we all know we're going to go drink beer and I'm going to make a joke about <laughs> it, you know? Right. Exactly. And so then Jason Funderburker walks up because he's going to go to the graveyard with her and a couple other people. And yeah, he's just like this fucking big balloon-headed, tiny-faced, buttoned-up Pace nerd boy.
1: Piss boy. piss boy, he's
0: a little piss boy. Oh God! And everything takes he takes so long to say everything. And and when you said lemon grab, that is r- really funny because like I I would have believed it if they'd got Justin Roiland to go voice this thing. Like it wouldn't <laughs> have been that weird. Um and yeah, so they all go they all go to the graveyard and wert and Greg follow behind because Wurt of course can't accept this invitation because he's too awkward. Um. And Jason well, and you know Jason's like
1: giant dick energy is going to radiate too strongly <laughs> well, it does, next to him. It kind of does. Where where he's like,
0: "Hey, Sarah, are you ready to go?" <laughs> and she's like, "Wart, you should also come to the graveyard for sure because I definitely don't want to do this." And he can't, he can't say yes. And she's like, "Fuck,
1: later oh maybe. God. Well, still come later. Later, maybe, pl- please want. don't come
0: later because this is." <laughs> <laughs> she's got the, She's just got this awareness of the world around her that everybody else is a cartoon is so delightful. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I love the 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 angle of that, too, of her being skeezed out by Jason. Because, <laughs> yeah.
0: Because, because Ward thinks it, that he's the biggest threat.
1: Right. and And it puts it does not do this like how women be crazy right and like, <laughs> oh they, they always fall for the whatever like she has not fallen for the shitty character well it could have gone either way right like if if
0: if she'd jason you could all it, he's not he's not shitty in a toxic way he just seems like he sucks right right <laughs> well i mean it, it makes me think of there's a there's a, a thing in hey arnold where uh the girl that arnold is into lila uh There's an episode where Arnold's really weird and objectively unattractive and strange cousin, Arnie, shows up and she is just (laughs) head over heels for him. And everyone, including Arnold, is like, what?
1: Why? No,
0: (laughs) he's awful. But like this, I I appreciate this angle because it, it makes Sarah more relatable because Sarah sees what we see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah um, exactly.
1: And so the whole conflict is entirely just on Wirt's cognition.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And there it is again this 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 fantasy world he's already living in. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Oh, 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 Rory, I think oh, you just got an somebody. A. You just <laughs> got an <A's>. A. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, so in the so in the in the graveyard, Jason Funderburker is trying to tell a ghost story while very unsubtly reaching for Sarah's hand. Well, um, and the ghost
1: story that he does tell, by the way, Is, he sucks. And a guy with an axe showed up, <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: and Sarah and Sarah promptly tells him to move his fucking hand.
1: <laughs> and then this yeah. like s-
0: this like stuffy nosed friend nearby is like, "You can hold my head, Funderburker. I don't care." i like that it was so funny because she wasn't apparently trying to like pick up the scraps she yeah she was was just like like, i "I I don't care you can hold my hand if i don't give a
1: shit hold hands with me i don't give
0: a fuck (laughs) i have a a free hand you want to rub france (laughs) (laughs) let's rub france like a good girl uh let's we should watch big mouth on the show what um okay um
1: there's so, been a okay. running gag in in this episode uh, in little bits of a cop who is in a cop oh. car. We never see oh, yeah. the cop outside of the car, but they make uh, announcements over the speaker saying, hey, you, you, you're under arrest. Uh, just kidding. So uh, happy Halloween. And at first, there are two <laughs> kids dressed as burglars. Like, hey. hey, you two
0: robbers, you're under arrest. Now, just kidding. Happy Halloween. And then Wirt and Greg run across the road and he's like, hey, stop running in the street. Just getting happy Halloween. <laughs> it pays off well by the time that he becomes plot relevant. I really like yes. what he's doing with the cop. Totally.
1: Yeah, because because so they, they, they meet up in the graveyard. Everybody hangs out in the graveyard, uh, which, interestingly, you can see a gravestone that says Quincy Endicott on it. Our True John Reese old man. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to see Quincy's headstone uh, yeah. as another one of those artifacts of the unknown showing up in the real world.
0: Um, I, I don't know that it, it, it merits a special mention at this point, only because we've, we've mentioned over and over how, how this, this fantasy word has concocted, uh, you know, is different from reality, but it's a fun moment when, uh, Greg, again, kind of sharp. It, it's just, it, it reinforces this thing where word has been blaming Greg for all of his problems. And time and time again, we see Greg, uh, uh, Intentionally or not, really helping him to just not be such a fucking uh, bridge troll. Yes. yes. <laughs> and, uh, and and Greg has charged in to talk to their friends. And he's a goofball. And they're like, hey, isn't that Wurt's brother? Again, kind of already showing this interest in Wurt's life that I wasn't sure based on uh, Wurt's reality that they'd had. They're like, oh, that's Wurt's little brother. Yes. Yeah. These two are two of my best friends. And I don't right. know that, you know, you probably couldn't pick out my little sister from, uh, you, I don't know if you've met her, right? Right. I've met Andy's brother once. I've, we know Austin's brother. He hangs her. He hangs. Yeah. He but, hang you know, him. point <laughs> being is like, there's a, there's a genuine, the fact that these people all know what Wart's little brother looks like is, I thought, I found resonant. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It gives kind of a small town vibe. Too. And then and then when they see Wirt hiding might a gravestone with his giant pointy hat on, uh, <laughs> they again don't think, oh, this creep has snuck here to follow us. They thought he was just like trying to hide to spook him and they were totally right. chill and
1: cool. Yeah, hey, Wirt's here. Yeah, <laughs> Wirt, come join us and hang out.
0: But then the policeman shows up and hey, you kids. Yeah, he does his little joke again, but they take it seriously. They take like, off guys... before. before <laughs> What's they, going uh... on out here? Some sort of witches gathering. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, and then they bolt and like, you know, kind of like maybe lending credence to the idea that they were not just drinking legal drinks, you know, if you want to go <laughs> Could there. Be. Could be. But uh, but they run and then. If you wanted to read a little bit into this show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm angling for that English 101C. I want that C. Okay. But they run and Wirt and Greg climb up a tree. And on top of this wall at the side of the cemetery of the graveyard, and immediately the cop is like, kids, that's fucking dangerous. You got to get down. Uh, and that's when Wirt What's well, sees- a fun little bit where he's like, hey, get down. Pause. That's super dangerous. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's the same sort yeah, of convention of him about being people. stern, yeah. but then being actually being yeah. a really cool guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and Wirt, Wirt spies Sarah and Jason like looking at the tape and Jason's like, hey, let's go listen to it. And it's like all of his worst fears have been realized. Like they're going to laugh like the shit out of him, even though and... there's no possible way either of them know what's actually on there or who it's from. So he's he's, he's completely imagined this, this scenario, even though, to be fair, that one was a little bit like. Why would Jason be laughing about listening to a tape that doesn't really make any sense. But right uh, right Jason sucks so you kind of let it go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And uh, yeah, there there is definitely poetry that he has recited on it and so <laughs> you could theoretically find out find out it was worth pretty easily. Yeah, well, You had tape, written but... the hate
0: poem to Jason <laughs> <laughs> What's the opposite of an ode? <laughs> mm. Uh, and so they weren't the right J- shape <laughs> You're the opposite <laughs> of an ode. <laughs> a chode. Um, oh, 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 that's oh, good. Oh, was a 2019 takedown. <laughs> a chode to Jason Funderburker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Wert and Greg jump over the over the garden wall. You might say, uh, to the other side. And well, God, we gotta up... drop the part where the police is like the policeman's like, kids, really get down from that wall. And they jump off the other side. And he's like, oh, darn it! No. I mean, come down this
1: way. The <laughs> no, others oh, not. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and for a second, maybe we're not like super sure like that anything important has happened but it turns out that on the other side of the garden wall was a motherfucking train tracks uh yeah and so a train's come they jump and they tumble down a hill and they fall into some water like a pond at the bottom and
1: hold on before that happens they are arguing on the train tracks uh and and around that area and that's when where is yelling at Greg about like it being his fault. And he does say an interesting thing. He says, it's all you and your stupid dad.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which mm-hmm. is the first mm-hmm. time we've
1: heard a mention of Greg's dad. Uh, yeah. And I think that's interesting. And it's never mentioned again.
0: And here's, here's, here's the most devastating part of this is I, I don't know. I don't want to say it wasn't intentional, but they really don't play it up. So I don't know, but I I thought they made it kind of clear that when the train's coming, uh, Wirt, and in this whole, this whole, this whole inner struggle Wirt's been having with Greg, Wirt doesn't save Greg. It looks like he just bails. Yeah. Mm. And uh and then I mean, Greg's not dead, obviously, but well, maybe not, obviously, I don't know. But <laughs> so um, some
1: kind of like alternate reading of My Neighbor Totoro, where the the child <laughs> the actually is dead. dead? Yeah. Well, they go
0: to this dream world where maybe Greg <laughs> right. could could have been dead in real life and not dead in I don't know. I'm mean, what is trying yeah. to be spoiler free, but I right. was thinking like. To me, I thought it was really kind of it was really devastating to see him again. It's, it's hard to say that they did it to like it was not hammed up as the point. But it yeah, it, right. He didn't save Greg.
1: Yeah, I didn't notice that he didn't save Greg. That's 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 kind of wild. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, of course, yeah, they, they both jump and they both go into this water and and.
0: And that's when Wirt wakes up in the present from our perspective. Uh and he's surrounded by bluebirds, which we find out are Beatrice's family. But Beatrice isn't there. Yeah. Now uh, we're back like, in the unknown. And apparently Beatrice has dropped Wirt and the frog here on the, her, her family's doorstep, but did not come which in. Which is and, also uh, devastating that she couldn't even stand to, to confront yeah. Wirt. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe even show her face to her family because yeah, she's guilty. and, and yeah. uh And there's like a huge snowstorm. And Wirt. Like, visibly is uh, sort of accepting his guilt here and realizes that is, even though it's dangerous out there, he fucked up a lot and he needs to go out there and find Greg. And we maybe get kind of the vibe that, like, it's a self-punishment a little bit. Like, if he dies, it's probably okay. Like, it's kind of that heavy of a of a scene. Um, yeah. And as he leaves, her uh, Beatrice's mom says, if you see Beatrice, give her a hug for us. And it's just, it's just sad. And we walk away and it kind of vignettes in and goes to credits. Ugh. Blech. Yeah. God. Yeah,
1: that's a good one.
0: It's a really, really good episode. I'm I'm so on board. Uh I'm gonna save any like post episode thoughts until after the next one because we really do yeah. uh it is really a two a two Let's part. Let's
1: just kinda steamroll into the end here, yeah. Yeah. One is a bird. Two are the trees, three is the wind in the leaves. Four are the stars five with the moon smiling down upon thee
0: all right and uh, if you've forgotten because we were so deep into English 101 conversations maybe even English 102 I don't know if we've gone into the next quarter uh we oh, none all... of us
1: are graduating. <laughs>
0: We're 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 all on a, a spaceship heading to the sun and I'm uh, I'm just on some sort of satellite, you know, long distance space phone uh, talking to <laughs> my lawyer, making sure all of my worldly possessions are getting sold because I know that this is the end and I'm I'm happy with that. And and you know what? I'm just reading. I'm reading a, a, a catalog looking at coffin models. <laughs> it'll be it'll be purely ceremonial because my body's going to burn up and they, ha- they're ha- just ha- going to ha- bury in the, the box, which is why it's the most important decision. Exactly, exactly. It's the most important decision of my death. So, uh, yeah, Austin, are you still in denial?
1: Oh, let me take my headphones out. What did you say, something?
0: <laughs> oh, nothing at all. You have a good time. We're gonna meet those sun people.
1: I can't wait. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Rory, are you driving? Is that what's up, or are you another passenger?
1: I think I'm. I think I'm. Driving. No one's driving. <laughs> no <No one's> it <laughs> Just, <laughs> just, just goes. He just point
0: and <laughs> shoot. <laughs> shoot, it at the, shoot it straight at the sun don't stop till you get enough come on <laughs> <laughs> oh god this is uh this is the very 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 final episode of over the garden wall it's called over the garden wall episode 10 the unknown uh and again we don't have uh blurbs that aren't novels so here i go i'm gonna try and summarize this um in this episode uh beatrice and Wirt reunite while they're out in the snowstorm looking for greg uh, and it seems that all hatchets have been buried and they they're just sort of uniting under under the their their sadness about losing him. Uh, and meanwhile, Greg is kind of annoying the beast with his uh, classic <laughs> classic Greg energy. Um, but the beast does manage to turn Greg into a tree, uh, one of the Edelwood trees. And so like Greg starts uh, be, sort of growing in and around a tree and that's when the woodsman comes back everybody kind of converges here all of the major players from the early on and beatrice Wurt, the woodsman all show up and the beast has changed tactic because it seems the woodsman is kind of ending he you know he maybe he, he doesn't have as much of a hold on the woodsman anymore and so he tries to entice Wurt into being the next lantern bearer by telling him he could put greg's he could save greg by putting greg's soul into the lantern and having Wirt sort of wander and keep it lit for all eternity, woodsman style, and uh, and that's that's kind of like the big the big conflict of the episode. And uh, I won't I won't spoil it in the summary what happens. But it's uh, a fun fantasy rules where they just don't ever tell us, uh, you know, why that needs to why the world needs to work that way. They don't talk and they don't mm-hmm. talk about power levels or or <laughs> or finishing moves or magic systems. It's just uh-huh. straight yeah, up yeah, there good... It is. There it is. It's just straight up good <laughs> fantasy fun. It's just the real... De- it's the real stew and none of the yeah. junk. It's none of Brando Sanderson's junk. <laughs>
1: uh, there is some funny That's stuff takedown. That's 2019
0: takedown. That's a takedown, Sanders, and I'll fight you forever <laughs> on this one.
1: Uh, there is some funny magic business going on uh, with Greg and the Beast at the beginning. Oh, here, yeah. Where... The beast has commanded Greg to retrieve kind of the, like, into the woods, like the cow is red as milk or, you know, the all whatever. The, as the cow is red as milk? The cow is red as milk. Do you, you know, the list of things. milk? <laughs> no, but. you <laughs> know the list of things the milk that's is. That's just blood. No, but in lieu You're of remembering. You're the cow the wrong way, Austin. <laughs> yeah. That's You're true. bleeding the cow into a cup. Oh, that's maybe the cow doesn't produce milk is, um, but, but so what he's. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, Dracula called and he said he's coming for you tonight. And I said, okay. So we're getting a little off topic. Um, the beast has asked Greg to find the golden comb, which again, this is stuff we've never talked about before that is never yeah. brought up again. Um, and he already got him a spool of silver thread. And it's this sort of tricksy, folktale-y, like, ah, but it is it is a comb, but it is honeycomb, golden with honey, <laughs> and, like, silver thread, and it's a spider's web wrapped. But yeah. Greg is just doing this completely face value innocently. It's like the kind of thing that a, a clever person would come up with to outwit a monster, but Greg is just kind of <laughs> doing Greg's, it because he sees things. Greg
0: just has no idea that he's fucked up at all. That's for right. that his brand yeah. of lunacy. Yeah.
1: Right. And, and, yeah. oh, can you catch the sun in this cup? And it's like, yeah, I mean, you put it on a stump and when the sun sets, it'll go right into inside the cup. Oh, Will, very like, like, good. Yeah. You yeah, figured it out. <laughs> solved my riddles three. There's uh, a
0: really good line where the beast is asking him about the comb and he like fully like seriously is like, did you fetch for me the golden comb? And when Greg hands him the honeycomb, he's like, will this work? And the beast, like, totally changes tone of voice. He's like, this is a honeycomb. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's annoyed at first. And he's like, oh, no, this this is this this follows fairy rules. I can I can sell this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my boss will buy my boss will buy this. <laughs> the boss of all fairy tales. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> The boss of all it's- Chicago. <laughs>
1: it's a funny <laughs> sequence but it it's also I don't kind of don't know why it's there because it doesn't get brought no, up again no and a it doesn't it if
0: I had to, if I had to English 101 it I would say it does a, well it's more of I guess a joke a joke structure thing but it does a good job setting up Wurtz refusal later because we're accepting that these people despite their real world knowledge are playing by fairy tale rules yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it totally kind of like, subverts that later. Sure. Um, sure. But that's a I little thing. But yeah, passing the trials doesn't change Greg's fate as far as we know. It doesn't sort no. of fix anything he's dealing with. But you could
0: you could guess that based on how it goes with Wurt later. If Wirt, if Greg had been like, no, nah, I don't know what happened with the cup." The monster would have had to have been like,
1: "Oh, dang." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um the, I will say though it should be illegal to show Greg in any sort of state of distress, Ugh. and uh, because it's when so he's sad. doing these when he's doing these little tasks for the beast, you can see that he doesn't look great. Greg, <laughs> yeah. his his yeah. eyes are, are have dark circles around them, and he looks like there's his, a
0: sort of child labory sort of thing. Yeah, his color a
1: little off. He, he's looking like a little. Haggard and hungry and, and to see Greg, who again is doing his silliness in this, uh, but that those hints that he's kind of maybe cold and like tired yeah. and like maybe dying or is And that his silliness might be some
0: sort of coping mechanism for a terribly unhappy marriage
1: between <laughs> <Yeah>. his parents. <laughs> oh
0: boy, it's rough.
1: <laughs> yeah. oh, man. and, and oh, the rest of all graduated the episode, to English one oh two the rest of the episode will play really well off of this whole joke structure of Greg's silliness being twisted to still kind of be funny, but also be emotionally devastating. Yeah. Uh, In several ways. I love,
0: I love when Wirt and Beatrice find him and he's already kind of treed, you know, he's, he's turned, turned into a little stump boy and he like, Coughs up some leaves, and Beatrice is like, Oh goodness, the leaves are even growing inside of him. And Greg's like, no, I was just eating leaves.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And and it's still like you're you're still emotionally compromised to see Greg dying and turning into a stump. And it's very upsetting to see. Um and you you're you're with them. You're believing them. Oh my god, he's like leaves are coming out of his mouth, and he's he's like has been impaled by a plant probably. And he's like, no, I was eating leaves. Yeah. I mean, it's, (laughs) it's, it's a
0: metaphor, but you're not clear how much the metaphor is, is like bleeding over to real life.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. And so it's both funny and devastating equally also at the same time. And I didn't catch this the first time or second time. It was only when I looked at the soundtrack and realized this happened, but underlying the scene, is an operatic not operatic but a slow um uh choral version of potatoes and molasses in yeah, no. that greg is singing potatus et molasses very <laughs> slow <laughs> It's so subtle. It's so so subtle and so (laughs) funny. We'll have to put a a clip in because, yeah, it's on the soundtrack.
0: Um, Oh, man.
1: Incredible. Yeah. And it doesn't, again, we, we talked about how rarely it betrays the characters for jokes. And it's somehow amazingly straddles this line the whole time of still telling some jokes and not betraying the characters in the emotional reality of the scene. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's great writing. This is when the woodsman shows up, right? I mean, there's, there's a really yeah. teary moment where Greg and, and we're to each other and there's a lot of tears and they apologize and, and where it does feel like, or Greg does feel like he's on his way out, you know? Yep. Um, yeah. But then the, the woodsman, woodsman
0: is kind of having, he's having a, his own confrontation with the beast and, uh, the beast sort of reveals to the woodsman that, the Edelwood trees have been like fucking dead kids the whole time. Edelwood is um, people. Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jerry Seinfeld in Soylent Green. <laughs>
1: Edelwood is made of people.
0: Jerry, I just found out. Oh, oh, you already know. Um, the. <laughs> The woodsman is is realized this and it's like totally devastated him and yeah, it it, it, it calls back out. to to the thing he said a few a few episodes ago where he's like you know you can't trade the lives the lives of children like they're tokens and it's like hey just kidding you've been doing that the entire time you've been grinding up sad kids
1: yeah it uh, turns out yeah then the the, the <laughs> sap of the edelwood is basically the blood of children turned yeah, into trees fucking Damn. metal they really Damn. they kind of. They don't spend too much time on it. Otherwise, I don't think it would.
0: It's the milk of children, you might say.
1: Oh, boy. Well, it, it's an interesting thing. Is,
0: is, is <laughs> a cow's as is right milk. As we find out, the <laughs> unknown is not like a real place where these people live. Mm-hmm. They, it's allowed to be a little darker, you know. It's yeah, because it, it seems to us, and as far as we know, this is never confirmed or not confirmed, that this is an entirely a uh, figment of Words' imagination. But could it, it could not be? It could not right. be. Right. It does uh, yeah, seem I don't to think us there like an that. There's no answer. Uh, but um, based on based on those little hints, you know, those sort of like um, not Kobayashi Maru, those uh, Kaiser Soze, those Kaiser Soze like like clues that they that they drip in front of yeah. you the whole last episode. It it certainly points to this being a figment of words imagination. You're talking about the end of Usual Suspects, where we find out that Kaiser Soze was the Kobayashi Maru the whole time. Yeah, right. the Kobayashi Maru the whole time, where yeah. Kaiser Soze yeah. was was not was not in fact verbal Clint, but was the Kobayashi Maru. The test. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. uh, I think that the the the, the interesting the most interesting part of this episode to me is Wurtz refusal of the of the um the like evil call here, where the beast the beast finally like triumphs over the woodsman, and like I said earlier, he's. He's trying to get Wirt in a similar shitty deal that he had the woodsman in and is like, I'll put Greg's spirit in here to save him because he's dying and you just got to keep the lantern lit forever. And Wirt walks up and is like, yeah, and he puts the lantern down and then he just sort of goes, wait, that's
1: dumb. What?
0: <laughs> yeah. And I love it. I love it. How, I love how simple it is for him to sort of like finally just like, no, no. What if I say no? The rules, right. the reality that I've perceived is wrong.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's great. This is the bad place. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the good place oh, yeah. it's been on TV for about two weeks and Austin's already bringing it back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can't. You know, Look,
0: I can't. I can't
1: help who I am. I've got to <laughs> talk about the good You play. can't
0: silence me. You
1: can't silence me.
0: It's also uh, worth mentioning that when the woodsman and the beast are uh, are fighting near the end here cuz the woodsman the woodsman realizes obviously that uh, through through some things that Wurt says that the the lantern the soul in the lantern has never been his daughter's soul it's always yeah. been the beast it's the, the, the yeah, beast's soul That's the,
1: big, I mean, the big reveal
0: even though that even though Wurt has imagined the woodsman that one still sucks yep and the woodsman sort of lashes out at him with the lantern after Wirt and company have already walked off. And for about three frames of animation, we do get to see what the beast really looks like. And yeah. Yeah. it's cool. He's made out of like the Edelwood. He's made out of wood and his his like weird twisted body is covered in these like wailing carved faces. Uh Ugh. you know, that look like knot holes for eyes and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like probably yeah. dead kid sad faces, right?
1: Like right. fucking and awful. He's... He's, he's sort of wrapped up the, the woodsman to this, like, epic multi-level marketing scheme to, like, <laughs> keep, keep grinding up the, the trees in order to produce more oil for the lamp that he is inside and not his daughter. And he keeps saying, yeah, all right, you're gonna, your daughter, you got to keep her alive. Um, <sighs> so fucked. But no, it's him. And so, yeah, he's been sort of this, like, parasitic lie uh, on mm-hmm. the woodsman his entire, <laughs> this whole time so yeah, basically the knowledge, the knowledge now that the beast is in the lantern is what allows him to finally kind of get done in. So where, where it leaves the woodsman to do what he wants, he's like, look, this is your issue. I'm going <laughs> to let you take care of it. You know, you clearly have some emotional attachment to this. And, and now that you kind of know what to do, I'm not going to snuff out this lantern in the, yeah. you know, I'm not going to have that on my hands. And so, uh, You know, the woodsman snuffs him out and that's that's how the beast. That's it. That's that's how the beast goes.
0: It seems as though with the beast getting snuffed, that's also our cue to be back in the real world. Yeah. Um, Like those moments coincide. All we hear is uh, Wirt and Beatrice saying goodbye to each other in the black. And then Wirt is like waking up in the water and the kids and the police are finding him. And then they're in an ambulance and then they're in a hospital and we get to the end. So here's some English 101 points I'll just give myself. So before we talked <laughs> okay. about You're how... so generous.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: you know, uh basically in a in a in a fairytale world like this, there there are these sort of there are these there are these keystone magics that keep everything keep everything tethered together. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and this was one of them. And 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 so without any explanation needed, we n- uh, realize that there this is that sort of like er ur- magic right that kind of like yeah. before the gods there was something else and that was bigger and darker and scarier and yeah. uh, and and they're they're the kind of cosmic energy that forged everything together and when that cycle is ended the world is kind of maybe uh shattered mm-hmm i right. I and, fully and, agree with all that and so and so that kicks us back to to our real world, out of the fairy tale world, out of the world of myth and into the world of into the world of 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 life and death.
1: They wake up and they find themselves on the bank of the river that they fell into, and all their friends are there, and the ambulances come and it's in this moment when some really beautiful music starts to play and this music it's called One uh One is a Bird uh oh, and yeah. mm-hmm. it's this very beautiful melody it's sung by Shirley Jones who uh plays Beatrice's mother in the, in the two episodes she's also mm. an old uh musical actor she was in like the film like Oklahoma and uh uh Music Man it's like if there was an old like 50 60s film musical <laughs> like Shirley Jones was in it yeah, sure. But she's singing this, and I like to play a little clip. But it is very emotionally affecting, and yeah, I like it has it a lot. this feel—this very sort of lullaby feel. This very like uh, maternal, like being sung something when you're a child. This like everything will be all right uh, song that that just you can't not cry. Like it's kind of nuts, and, and to see also to see Greg and Wirt. In a real ambulance and in like a real hospital, is also super startling, like surprisingly yep. emotional. Uh, yeah, in the, in the same way that for something like like um in the later good, seasons the of the Good Buffy, Place. No, I was gonna <laughs> say in the later seasons of Buffy when Buffy's crazy stunts, then it's like of a real thing. Wow, that's a big spoiler. Yeah, Whoa. but like of like a real crazy stunts or something, yeah. and it's like. So much more real, like it hits home in this super fucked up way. Yeah, and just to see like our fantasy characters like in a real ambulance, like <laughs> you know, like they're not drinking a potion or something. Like they're uh huh in an ambulance. That is uh is messed up, and and yeah. yeah, you you cannot like be just weeping at this point.
0: We get some moments with Sarah. Um, yeah, Sarah's at the hospital when when Wirt wakes up, and it's it's nice. It is nice. And, and we're nice. finally kind of like, you know, has some has some balls for want of a better term right now. And uh, no, when it's she she okay like, to say it's OK to say that one. OK. It's OK uh, to say he's got some balls. Uh, <laughs> now, that's but, super.
1: That's not when you say that.
0: One. Not when you say it like that. Yeah. yeah, no, it's it was fun to see that um, that's, you know, in this case, it's fun to see the Sarah reciprocated. his his feelings uh yeah because she confronts him about the tape and we think maybe she's gonna say i don't feel like that you know i don't feel the same way about you but instead she says i don't have a tape player so and then immediately he's like yes you can listen to it at my house and and i think there's a really fun thing about her being in face paint for all this yeah uh, because it completely dodges any sort of confusion, whether she's like fugly or super smokin'. You just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the two matter. options. We don't know what she looks like, and that kind of makes it more pure in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. Or at least makes it hard for us to read into it in a sort of uh, base way.
1: Right. Right. It's also super interesting that uh, we when we pan over to Greg in the hospital, uh, he's not wearing his teapot. He's got like a very dapper haircut. Yeah. Uh, but Greg also remembers their adventure. I mean, they both have the same memories of mm-hmm. this trip. And uh,
0: and that's the that's the sort of denouement reveal is that this world was real. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, 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 and I like it when they do some level of, of acknowledging at least two characters acknowledging reality and not kind of leaving us on the like. All right. It's all fake. blah blah, blah.
0: But does Fuck the you. top stop spinning? But does right. the top stop spinning? Here's a here's a deep cut question. Did any of you guys watch watch uh, uh, the the Fox show, The O C? No, I, I never watch watched The O C. So It starts as this like really fun, indulgent sort of you know teen dramedy. Uh, it's sort of a sort of a just a just a classic, just a classic guilty pleasure, and it keeps it just keeps getting slightly more over the top and slightly sillier to the last season where two characters in this very real show that takes place in our world have a shared coma dream
1: <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: I just I love the progression it was like a way slower than Archer but kind of that same sort of like slow build into into nonsense <laughs> I love that yeah. no I never watched it so the la- just know that the last season is bananas. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. Well, then, so we we get some vignettes at the end. Yeah, um, we get a nice bookend, and I yeah I we do... see most
0: people in their normal positions. We uh, aside from Beatrice, I think most of them are fairly blasé, right? Yeah. So I want to I want to point something out. So we we talked about the very first episode having these vignettes in it of like showing what was to be what was to come. Yeah, and I I went back and I watched those again. Same. And something yeah. something I find interesting is that at the beginning it showed sort of almost neatly like something relating to every episode that was going to come in uh, in order from early to late, yeah. and then here at the end we get more of the same, but we go uh, the other direction, um, which I really like. And in this. We see we see the woodsman being greeted by his daughter being alive uh again, no one explains how, but she's apparently just been alive uh some other interesting stuff I guess that we see it's like, all happy endings yeah nobody yeah, yeah. nobody's surprisingly dead <laughs> right right uh, and it implies
1: we, that this also that the unknown is still going on without the kids there, and that yeah. was
0: that's what I was saying yeah, it was like the unknown is real, and especially that's especially driven home with with, with Beatrice. We'd never seen her and her family in their human forms. And we meet in this little vignette right at the very end of the show. And we had seen her as a human in the first set of vignettes, but we didn't have the context to know that was Beatrice. Right, right, right. Right. And so, Mm -hmm. uh, like, a fun one is, like, all those frogs that were on the boat. Like, we see one of them poke his head out of the mud like he's going to get up from hibernation and then think twice about it and go back to sleep. (laughs) You know, like, they're kind of these cute little moments. They're Um, mostly just cute moments. And then what I, and I like is well, a whole scene. I like uh, we see Enoch from the from the second episode, the yes. giant pumpkin scary man. Uh-huh. And we learn we learn that Enoch has been a little cat the whole time.
1: It's just a little black cat.
0: <laughs> He's just been a cat like this cat that goes in and like controls the pumpkin. Because when yeah. I go back, when you go back in the first set of vignettes, we see that cat that Enoch cat like driving, driving a, a cart. cart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> driving the cart that's pulled by the turkeys. It's like, what? That that detail adds nothing really at all, except it's kind of funny. Like, oh, he's just a little cat. Yeah. Well, what it adds, if you, if you wanted to be or someone about it, what it adds is a an acknowledgement that the details are worth
1: examining.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And not everything everything that maybe looks big and scary is just a little cat. Sure,
0: that's a little <laughs> bit even more English one oh one, but I was I, I, I think I think sometimes you have to signal that yeah. uh, that something is worth reading that deeply into because otherwise it sometimes feels a little like a like reaching. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah. No, we did it on purpose. You're allowed you're allowed to examine the contours of, of what we've put out there. Yeah. Well,
1: what what's cool too is you see a mix in these vignettes, a mix of things saying like, yeah, they're real and also like maybe they're not. <laughs> where all of the all the characters from the inn uh, are like wooden figurines. Sure, uh, That's because and are, one of
0: the people in the inn was a toy maker. He like well, made little whittled figures.
1: Sure, but then there's also a wind-up steamboat that is a toy right. version of the steamboat that the characters are on. They're these two little, like, little sailor boys that are playing with a toy steamboat. And, totally. Uh, but You know, and... and when you're left with the question, you know the kind of thing people want to talk about. Okay, well, was it real or was it all fake? Is Maybe- generally the answer is there's not an answer, but it's more fun for it to be real, isn't it? You know, yeah. right.
0: Uh, I I also want to mention there was one there was one fun thing that I, I I saw when I went back and looked at the the first set of vignettes, which is that we do actually see Lorna arranging the bones. Uh- yes! Oh yes!
1: <laughs> the fucking the Lorna's crypt of bones, the like Paris catacombs of bones. Is so dark if you know what you're looking at when you see I it. I know. It's Th- this so show good. gets away with the darkest, <laughs> grisliest shit because people don't know what they're looking at when they see it. Um, and that was nuts <laughs> to go back and look at. Um,
0: you know, the only episode uh, that doesn't get a vignette call out is that crazy Greg Dream episode oh, because that true. episode was weird and lame. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's yeah, my hot take. Because nothing
1: important happened in it.
0: Nothing, um, not anything. I just think they should have reduced the dream sequence to like three minutes and it would have been a great yeah. episode. Yeah, totally. no shit.
1: Um, there's also music happening over this whole thing.
0: OK, we end. get it. You listen to the soundtrack.
1: No, but it's important <laughs> because it's a it's a full version of the Over the Garden Wall song. Yeah, isn't it? Or um, or it's not Over the Garden, but it's the, the theme um yeah, yeah. the unknown theme. And it ends with The Loveliest lies.
0: Oh
1: is sort of the final moment that they let you think about, because he repeats it, and so you know that it's important.
0: Oh, somebody just transferred to the poetry department.
1: And and it's it's <laughs> Yeah, okay okay Robert
0: Frost (laughs) we get it
1: this Uh, is the road I took yeah miles to go before I sleep here Uh, um, Uh. (laughs) yeah but look you know I mean it it ties into the like you know maybe it is fantasy whatever but it's nice yeah Yeah. it's it's fun
0: Um, it is fun what a fun couple episodes and what a fun show so good. Oh no, you guys.
1: Oh, oh
0: god. Sounds like Austin has. It sounds like Andy has has looked up the his dark, has gone to his dark grimoire. I, I've and done looked my up, horrible, he's thing. Done horrible <laughs> thing. He's done his <laughs> horrible thing. He's done his most dirtiest deed. His I most unsacred just... <laughs> deed. He's deconsecrated <laughs> these grounds. I'm so dirty, you guys. God, what have I done? Because you guys, it's time for everybody to get their quick fix with everyone's favorite segment, quick fix.
1: Everybody uh, hates this one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I've got a, I've got a few choice ones for you. For you, I, I, have held off on this segment for a while because it's hard to actually find the, the right balance of people oh, who every time it? you do one, it puts
1: you on a watch list.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, First of all, I found a fic that's entirely in Spanish, but the title is Sexcapadas, which I'm no scholar, but I'm pretty sure that means sexcapades. So here's here's a Google translated section. Poet, the demon's voice, which had somehow gone from demanding to supplicant, sent heat directly to his crotch. He tilted his head until his mouth was a few millimeters from the blonde's ear. Would you oh, let me nice. worship your body as the gods are worshipped? He asked in a soft voice, oh, noted with desire. Would you let me condemn my soul with the insatiable sin that is your body? Who's the blonde? Uh-huh. Is that is that somebody we are supposed to know? Be... is that Lorna? A Character that I think is an original character named Bill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 so there's well, a the so in here. <laughs> just Bill. Bill found his way in here. Is uh, this is this bestiality?
0: I, yeah, with the beast, you're damn right it is.
1: Uh, oh, nice. I, found,
0: I found another uh, another fic called Gregory Candy Pants, which is a full like conversion fic where they've cast all the main characters in Over the Garden Wall into SpongeBob. Uh, and Good. it starts. Good. It starts, and they've rewritten the theme song to SpongeBob. Uh, <laughs> It says who lives in a house and wearing green Gregory candy pants? You uh, know what all of this fan fiction reminds <laughs> me of is: Do you remember in our King of the Hill arc when Peggy pitched her version of why yeah. they should get to travel? Yes. and did write travel. It's like, <laughs> but it's what if perception. somebody heard? But what if somebody heard of my take on all this? It's like yeah. nobody's asked. <laughs> nobody's asked for your take. I, I like this end line to the theme song. It's uh, if childish nonsense is something you wish, then go in the pantry and wear a dish. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This, this is just bottom of the barrel. I really, I really like this process of of, kind of, of deep, deep diving pot. here.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Let's move on. We're not going to talk about this fic in in uh, in detail. I just wanted you to know that Owl Daddy wrote a fic called Infinite Kisses.
1: Oh, I do, those do <laughs> check checks too, a lot of my boxes. boxes. <laughs> 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 we're both uh, on board. We're both yeah. on board.
0: Good. Good good. Good. Uh I got a couple more for you. So here we go. There's one. Uh this one's called Shine a Light by Taito Fan. Uh, which is it's it's the the summary is the beast gives Wirt a small reward for his continued loyalty.
1: It sounds um, like a sex
0: thing, and I'm not... I, if it's a sex <laughs> thing, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear about it. Oh, I'm reading you a tiny snippet. Here we go. <clears throat> Wirt nodded, his words caught in his throat as the oh, beast's hand no. moved faster. It oh, felt so no. good that he didn't immediately notice as the thin, flexible oh. branch began to climb up his leg under his pants. It wasn't I'm in until the sun, I'm in the sun now, I've, ex- I've exploded <laughs> our entire <laughs> rocket ship in the sun. It's... It wasn't until it began to wiggle I its the way ejector, into its undergarments pulled the it.
1: <laughs> that oh, it hit him. God.
0: Beast, he panted, his body too far gone already to do anything. This is the worst anything. thing that's ever happened well, to me, and now, I broke you're, both you're my out. feet.
1: Is you're that Adelwood? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: The branch rubbed his crazy stunts, and he cried out the no! name. No,
1: no, no, You have to go to prison. You're going to Guantanamo now. To Guantanamo Bay. I want to ask you guys what what sort of takeaways do you have for Over the Garden Wall? If we look at stuff this show did really well. And how other shows could learn from it? Could what learn what from you, it? Yeah, like what? What have you? What is something you, you've lo- looking at over the garden wall? What would you say? Like this is something that other shows should do. Uh,
0: I, I think consistently, my favorite thing about every one of the episodes we watched is that, given that it's an eleven-minute time for every episode, they wasted very little in like setting us in a, in a time and a place in a world. Um, Mm -hmm. they, they utilize the first minute and a half of their episode better than most 30 minute shows do in the first 10 minutes. Right. Um, that's, that's mostly what I was noticing. I mean like whether or not they dropped us in like the episode with Quincy Endicott or they like just really quickly were able to like set a mood like with the Lorna episode where we show up at the spooky cabin and like empty whispers, like they're really good at like selling us their hook fast, uh, yeah. but not feeling like they rushed it. That's what I like mm-hmm. the most.
1: Yeah. Uh, I I would say, I think uh, more shows should set a theme strongly around a show. Uh, now it's nice. It's easy for something like over the garden wall because it's a mini series. Mm. And so if, if no, you know, you should know.
0: always, your, your setting should always be a character in the story.
1: Well, agreed. Agreed, but over the garden wall, there's a reason that like we have friends and uh, viewers that watch this every year around sure. autumn. You know, like it's it's very autumnal. Yeah, so so, as a so there show. are
0: things there are things that it does best as as a, as a contained piece that are are not necessarily transferable. I, I think I think a thing that I've already mentioned uh, that every show should do that they don't that most shows don't is double tap those throwaway jokes. Mhm. That's yeah. just something everybody could do. Like like with the policeman. Anytime right. you're sacrificing the show for a bit, at least do it twice. Yeah. 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 I'm on board with that. I it's because it's if it feels throwaway, it's extra fun when it comes back and is important. Exactly. And if it's called, the callbacks are fun.
1: They are. That's why it's why, it's why everybody does them. Right, and we don't like our time to be wasted. And yeah. if you if you bring it back, it's like okay, there is there is more mileage on this, and it's not <laughs> just like a weird outer space joke that just you know just comes. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you, no, 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 that's still coming back. We we're about we're about ten minutes away from the, the 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 surface of the sun, and it's getting real hot, and I'm all naked now because I'm. I'm sweating my my shirt off is that good enough did i, did I bring it back uh, i think another day? thing over the garden wall does so successfully over no. other shows is no, okay. be is be on un, unapologetically itself you know like i said uh that it took me a few tries to break into it the first or i mean well, rather like i said for for my particular experience was it took me a few tries to kind of crack the nut right mm-hmm. and uh I've said before, like that's good. Not not everything should be so easily digestible that that it kind of just goes down like you know potatoes like, and molasses. Well yeah, like something <laughs> something something kind of what winds up being uninteresting and easily digestible.
1: Yeah. yeah. And you know, Rory, I think it's okay to repeat yourself because if this is English 101, if this is one big over the garden wall essay, then we gotta hit that then conclusion. You, right. Yeah. You say what you're gonna say and then you give the Say it again, reasons three times. And then, you, yeah, you do it again at the end. <laughs> uh, that's how this works.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I loved it. I had a great time. I'm happy that we watched it. It's October. Uh, next week, we're doing a Halloween episode. We're coming so we're at like, you next week with Halloween. Yeah. And, and with I, I, with this has ghouls? really gotten me in the mood. I, I think fall is a hard one for me to to rev into i'm not as excited about like carving pumpkins and doing all that stuff as i used to be uh, uh you know, pump, pump, because pump it's it's hard because because <laughs> pumpkins was supposed to be a fun halloween thing and couples stole it and Couples stole <laughs> it and <laughs> made it for love they made it about love Gross. <laughs> they <laughs> did they really did and you know, where's the room for us, a single folk to to get where's our the room for going? the
1: warlocks and the ghouls and the goblins, <laughs> room in the hayride for us, <laughs> for us single boys, <laughs> for we know not what we're missing. Trap some single people in the corn maze. <laughs>
0: We're we're about we're entering we're entering the sun everybody we're we've we've entered oh, we've, we've 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 gone beyond that that room was the sign of our spaceship entering entering the orbit of the sun we're uh, uh, that's the point of no return everybody the spaceship's going into the sun and I'm just taking and... Instagram pictures <laughs> yeah you poor soul he's just sending to his mom like he doesn't know he's about to die. <laughs>
1: Check this out, Mom. They say we're about 50,000 meters from the sun. Till we get to Sun City. Yeah, boy. They said this Can't is wait the, to get those they sun They said this range, your toenails start to cook. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I've, I, I, I know that I, I'm excited about this prospect, but I, I think it's kind of fun to fuck with Austin. So uh, I've started telling him about all the, like, cool products you can get down there, like Capri Sun and Sun Chips. <laughs> like, Uh-oh. they're from there. Yeah, that's where Sun they, That's where they come from. Sense.
1: Yeah. Um... I wish we could spend more time talking about over the garden wall. It's such a but great show. But unfortunately, we're getting
0: gobbled up by the sun. We are,
1: <laughs> yeah. But it has been fun, and thank you for joining us on the that gravity well journey. is collapsing
0: us upon ourselves, and we have to get out of here now, or oh we'll never be Rory now. Oh. Oh, we've, if been, you know, we've been we've formed like a horrible Akira Cronenberg scenario.
1: Uh, oh. well, then before we we do disappear forever, you can follow us <laughs> on social media. Uh, no, we're not you can in the outro yet. Are we not? I thought that's where we were at.
0: Oh, we've just folded into the <laughs> outro, and guess what? You can follow us on social media if you want. We're on <laughs> We're on Facebook. Uh, we're at Facebook, we're Saturday morning Tuesdays. If that was the outro, it was a terrible outro. Oh, uh, well, nobody heard it because it's been it's it's folded in on itself. It's collapsing like a dying star. And <laughs> and uh, if you'd like Twitter, if you're one of those people who like Twitter, like we've got a <laughs> Boy do we have we have a Twitter for you. Go ahead and check out Saturday morning Tuesdays on Twitter. <laughs> if you like if you like Instagram, then we've got a real treat for you. Go ahead and check out Saturday morning Tuesdays on Instagram. If you like websites, you can go ahead and check out ww.sat And that's Saturday morning Tuesdays. That's Sat-Am Tuesdays. I'm so sorry I got ahead of myself. Uh, uh, you go there.com. Go there.com. Set on Tuesdays, you go there.com.
1: We're a mess! We're such a fucking mess! Look, nobody ever listens to this part. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please go there. Uh, you're gonna have a great time going there and listening to our whole backlog of over a hundred episodes because fuck that's incredible. And you should listen to all those. Yeah. Um, Truth. And, uh, and then just give us a rating, give us a five stars on the (laughs) iTunes star of places. Otherwise we're never going to go to the next Mario
0: world of iTunes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We're going to, we're going to have a great time. We need all those stars uh, to live and Thrive, give us ratings on other social media <laughs> channels, and, and tell your friends about the show.
0: Yeah, and, uh, you know, as we always say, see you next Tuesday. bye
1: yeah. yeah.